everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of Burn, Nick, and with me as always... Oh, it's Gator. And we have a special guest on the show today. Yes, we do. We have Corey Frisbee. Hey, the man, the myth, the legend. Fresh from his uh, recent excursion to Honduras. Now, I didn't hear about any international incidents, so I guess the trip went well. Yeah, it was smooth. Good. He needed bail money. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) He did did call me at one point, and I was unfortunately on the other line when he called and left me this voicemail talking about, dude, I'm in prison, and I only get one call, and and, and you're not picking up, and... Yeah, it was the whole thing. So <laughs> I thought it was funny. It you, was funny. If you still have that saved, you should just put that into the cast. I do have that somewhere, actually. <laughs> uh, that should be inserted right here. It's got arrested. Uh, and they, they want to talk to somebody right now, and they're only giving me one phone call. Damn it. Anyway, so on today's show, since uh, Corey was down at the... Uh, Oscar Valadares farm and factory. In honor of? What? We're going to smoke an Oscar. We are. We're going to have In honor of. We're going to have the Oscar 2012. Why did that that completely throw you off the rails? I don't know, because I thought you were correcting me or something. No, I said in honor of. Anyway. So, no, we're going to... Bishop, would I ever correct you? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, guys, you have no idea the trouble I'm in here with two of them now. I mean, I, I'm, yeah, sitting, thing, I'm sitting here with, with, yeah, this is the... Wait yeah, till we get you to Vegas. This is going to be an interesting That's cast. Yeah, okay. Wait <laughs> till we get you to they've Vegas. Heard, they've heard some stories about you and I at TPE already, <laughs> so they know at least some of what kind of trouble I'm in right now. We're just so, hanging out. Exactly. Yeah. So We are smoking the Oscar 2012 Corojo. This is a, the orange uh, band. It is the orange band. It has a Honduran wrapper. A Nicaraguan binder and filler made of Honduran and Nicaraguan tobacco. Now, is this an infused cigar? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that depends if you talk to a certain prostitute out in Vegas. Um, She may or may not have been told that this cigar was THC infused in order to get her to try it. But, you know, no. Who who would do that? Corey and me. (laughs) But, but no, there is is no No infusion. infusion. No, so... Anyway, so I guess uh, we'll go ahead and cut the cigar. There's no cellophane. I, I'm really disappointed. I can say, can I just bite the end off? I expected nothing else from you. So You know what? Oh, when in Rome. When in Rome, Jeff's going <laughs> to just go ahead and gnaw the end off his as well. So, How many times have you seen me do that in my life? Plenty. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hey, look at that. Two out of the three of us have a lighter. And then there's oh, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> There's some change. Does that help? No, I don't say. The more things change, the more they stay the same. I'm the only one doing the uh, cold retro. Mm. That's a thing now, Corey. I just light them on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What are you getting, Jeff? Cigar. Sure the hell ain't smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I knew a girl once that could smoke start a cigar, but... (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know, what would be really good Uh-oh. is if we had something to sip on. Oh, and we do. We do. Guys, you have no idea the trouble I'm in here. So, so <clears throat> This is Cor- going to be a thing. Corey did bring something, and I'm going to let him explain what this is, because the lounge has been chattering about this all day today. We are sitting out in front of the world-famous St. Louis Landmark Hill Cigar Company. <laughs> 
Hey, and, you need to turn uh, around. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Billy. <laughs> Our friend Marvin flashed us. <laughs> Marvin was uh, rubbing his nipple up on the on the window there. It's a thing. He wants Corey to go and rub his head later, so, you know. <laughs> That's a thing. Wait, That's who's a- rubbing who's and which one? Whatever. Anyway. We won't get into that. So, this bottle, there's a bottle here, and uh, it's it's written on it, Corey's Revenge, White Rye, 160 proof, 80% alcohol by volume. Folks, this stuff is clear. <laughs> it, it ate is, the cork. It, it it ate the cork. I'm looking in my glass right now, and this stuff is clear. It's smooth. Oh, it smells like rubbing alcohol. Here you go, Nick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to be drunk by the end of this cast. Nick, I can guarantee Nick, it. here's the way you do it. Oh, my God. He just shot the whole thing. Look at that action. I'm all in. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Smooth. Oh, my God. Is that good? <laughs> See? Oh, that's good. Bottoms up. Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, Nick just shot it. Oh, my God. Smooth, It right? is smooth, but... That's a good burn. Oh, it's got the burn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I saved a little bit of mine. I'm going to sip some, too. Oh, my God. I, I'm, that's, like, I'm that's a solid good. 10 degrees warmer right now. Chest feels a little, like... Like, where would someone fire? get something? <laughs> what What are all these swallowing sounds I'm hearing right now? It's probably me digesting <laughs> that, to be honest. <laughs> That's anyway. good. That's oh really gosh. good. The idea is he knows what he's doing. Okay. Now, where where would someone get something like that, or is that the record sealed? It. You know someone. You know a guy. I know a guy. Corey knows a guy. I have a guy. Corey knows a guy. Well, anyway. We just emptied that bottle. Well, no. The guys in the back got it pretty <laughs> low, and we just killed it is what That's happened. That's true. Which is probably for the best, because if there was refills of that, I'm definitely going to be on my ass before this is all said and done. You're going to be a little loopy by the end of the cast after what you just did. Whew. I'll tell you, it was <laughs> less than sweating. I... It was less than I thought it was going to be. Like, when I looked at the glass, it seemed like more than what it was. I'm tight. I'm pretty sure he's sweating. Probably. I think you are sweating. No, I'm not. <laughs> You're awful. Red. He's he's very flush. Definitely flush. Yes. Well, that doesn't take much now, does it, Corey? This is true. <laughs> this is very true. He had a lot of fun trying to get me to blush out in Las Vegas with the... Uh, it was so easy. It, yeah, yeah. It was... Well, my God, it, that's good. It, it all started with, we're sitting there, and I said, oh, a working girl just sat down beside you. And he said, uh-uh. And I said, yes, she did. And he looks at her and he says, uh-uh. And so I lean up and wink at her. And she was right in with us. Right in there. And it just devolved from there. That's as it should be. Yeah. Boy, that is good. That is Grandpa's old cough medicine right there. Ooh. It'll, it'll cure what ails you. I can imagine. And probably give you other things to ail you later, but... I don't know. Strong was what was I'm Strong saying you. about being up at like two a.m. or something? That this stuff is better than CBD. <laughs> well, now you got Jeff's attention. You do. So, I'm all in for the shine. Anyway, so before we get into this, what are, what are you guys? What are you getting on the cigar? Dude, I hate to say it, I can't really taste anything anymore. <laughs> 
You know, the sad part is I just took a draw, and I don't know if I can right now either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting smoke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's smoking great. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an Oscar. I mean, for the love of God, it's going to be a good cigar. I agree. Smoked a lot of Oscars out. There's not a run in the litter. No? I get a, I, I get a little bit of spice out of it. Yeah, you know that's a Corojo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would too if I had any taste buds left. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try to retro it. I'll see if I can get something there. There you go. Yeah, your, your nasal cavities might still be good. Oh yeah. Try. It. Give it a shot. Oh, now I'm gonna cough again. <coughs> he was right. I was right. Yeah, there is spice. <clears throat> there is spice on the retro hail. How do you do this with him? Oh, I know, right? He ca- he coughs on the cold retro. I do not. I don't even do your stupid cold <laughs> retro. You're not getting anything. You think you are, it but you're works. not. It doesn't give you anything. Have you ever tried a cold retro hail? Got to say no, I haven't. You got to <laughs> give it a shot next time. There's there's nothing to retro hail. There's no smoke. No. It <laughs> what it is is your olfactory sensors are picking up notes that your taste buds aren't. Uh. I've had backup. I've had people say that I'm right. It's true, I guess. It's so. the patented Gator Cold Retro. All right. Well, anyway, so yeah. So Corey just got back from uh, Honduras, and he's been... Amazing. Trip. He's been busy, you know, all over the St. Louis area, hitting up some of his uh, some of his shops, his clients and stuff. But we wanted to get him on and talk a you, little bit about You might want to bring people up to speed about what Corey actually does. Corey is a cigar broker, just, you know, to, to touch on that again. So, I prefer to think people send me money for smoking cigars and drinking whiskey. Well, then there are worse things in life. I need to get this, money this sent to true. me because I'm smoking cigars. Not so much. On, well, every Friday I do the Friday whiskey you do. bit. So you, you're gonna have to grow up a little bit there. I sweetie. I don't disagree with that, <laughs> dude. Yeah. What were they saying in the back that uh, you're gonna need to wear boots with spurs to drink this? Yeah, yeah, that and um, get a when, ram with a Hemi what, or what an was it? You know, after you have some of that, you're, when you get home, your wife better not back talk you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a whole thing. So I, I think just getting home is going to be the chore with this. Yeah, we'll be fine. So well, thank yeah. God the bottle's empty, or you wouldn't. I know, right? It was a it was a small sip. It was a small sip. It's still going to put me on my ass, but it was a small sip. Yeah, still so. a little flush, but yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, we'll get some damage. So it was a wonderful trip. It was. It was incredible. So so bring us up to speed. What brought the trip about, and what were you doing down there? So so the whole trip was uh, for the uh, uh, salespeople. All, all of the brokers, Oscar wanted to take us down, show us the factory, uh, the fields, um, uh, even his coffee plantation, um, and, and just show us a good time. Um, and so he well, has that's a that's a great incentive. He he has a new house there. Um, he's beginning to do tours for uh, customers, so a shop can schedule a tour and take up to twelve people. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, and it's do it definitely do it. Yeah. It's worth doing. Get a hold of your local shop. Tell them you want to get a tour set up. The magic numbers get twelve people. <coughs> um, it's four hundred and eighty bucks. Okay. Plus your airfare. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, now, I, don't even, I don't even know what airfare down to Honduras run. Uh, you're about six fifty seven hundred if you book it out of ways. Okay, so you're so, looking a little over a thousand bucks to yeah, do the trip. Yeah. That's not bad. And, and I spent a whole eighty dollars the whole time I was down there. Yeah. 
and I, I extended and stayed uh, three extra days so I could work in the in the factory. Um, but, you know, the only reason I spent $80 was I tipped very, very heavy. Okay. Um, that was the only thing I spent money on. Oh, okay. So all the – everything was included. Food, everything's taken care of. So you're – No, will it be that way for the store tours as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, unless Nick goes. What? Yeah. I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all right. So, walk us through this. So, you live out in Kansas City. You flew down to where? Well, I, I drove to St. Louis. Um, got on an airplane. Flew to Houston. Okay. Um, from Houston, I flew to San Diego. From there to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like the most direct route. I was going to say, it seems like you had a lot of layover uh, there. <laughs> maybe, maybe I just flew to Houston okay. and from Houston on down to Honduras. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, it was like a little under three hours on each flight. So, e- easy trip. And then it was about three hours getting down there. Now, I, I did have a little bit of a... Well, I was sick. Oh, no. So was it the corona? I I had been in bed with the flu for <laughs> thirty. We were out in Vegas, and there were a lot of people in masks. Yeah, out that's in true. Vegas, so it's possible. But and it, some for their health, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I I had been down for thirty six hours. Ugh. Oh my god! So I get on the airplane. I was just able to hold water down, and I headed for Honduras. Wow. It's dedication. It is. Now, one of our brokers went to Honduras wearing a mask. Okay. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> we get off the plane in Honduras. Who walks through customs easy? The sick guy. Yeah, me. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who got checked for coronavirus? The guy with the mask. Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Well, Who? you didn't mention it was a scream mask that he was wearing. So. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing is... Who gets sick in Honduras? He comes back and gets hospitalized with a bacterial infection. Oh, my oh God. God. It, it was actually pretty serious. He's yeah. okay now. That's but, good. But it, it it was actually pretty serious. I mean, the territory would be opened up, so you get to look at it different ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, uh, but, but he also uh, was maybe the guy that asked Oscar. He broke open one of the berries from the coffee beans, you know. And he had half of a coffee bean, and he goes up to Oscar, and he says, Is this what they make coffee out of? Oh, no. Well, so immediately I said, Is that the right half or the left half? And he <laughs> says, <laughs> he says, I don't know. And I said, Well, they make coffee out of the right half. They make cold brew out of the left half. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Oscar had to walk away. I can imagine. <laughs> Did he buy it? Yeah. Oh. That, that was a problem. Oh. <laughs> That's why Oscar had to walk away. Because he bought it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Well, but prior to getting there, we're driving down the road, and he looks at me, and he says, is that a goat or a sheep? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, I get the two confused. So okay. by the time we got to the top of the mountain, goats were sheep, sheep were goats, horses were cows, cows were horses. I was proud of you that. You basically dwighted him from the office is what you did. Oh, I, yeah. I That's just, awesome. I That's awesome. Like, immediately, I'm game on. That's awesome. Uh, so so you get down there, and where did the where did the trip go from there? So what, do, what did you see? 
Um, so we we went and toured the uh, coffee plantation. We went and toured the cigar factory. Because Oscar, because to catch people up, I mean, you, you may have pointed out, Oscar does grow coffee. Yes. Yeah, a sm- small amount. Okay. Um, but yes, he does grow coffee. Harvest season's about this time of year, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so coffee's in in uh, full harvest, and then you have a lot of tobacco that's everything from you know six inches tall to six feet tall that that, that they're actually harvesting. So. Very cool. Yeah, yeah it, it was very neat. And then, of course, we did our uh, uh, company meeting, you know. And, and one of the things that I love about Oscar, I, his meetings are great. This this guy gets up, and he's like, he looks around the room, and he says, thank you, guys. He, he has got to be one of the most humble guys I've ever met, you know. he's. Just, oh, and, and Nick and I have got to meet him, and we just think the world of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, and I, I've heard him get up before. One time he got up and he said, you know, I want to thank all you guys. And I sometimes I wake up in the morning and I just can't believe this is real. You know, I mean, that's. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So you, you love going to bat for a guy like that. And he's making amazing cigars. and Yeah. Uh, <coughs> that's how it's done, Jeff. <laughs> By, Byron, the. Uh, Hurtful. The <laughs> <laughs> the uh, master blender. He and I have kind of struck up a, uh, a a really nice friendship. Um, yeah, I, I I would say he's my brother in Honduras. And you said um, his name is Byron. Yes. Yep. And uh, so I I extended for a few days after the trip, and Byron took me under his wing, and I ran around with Byron for a few days. Yeah. Now you worked like legit worked in the. Uh in the yeah, factory in the like, production line, like and I, right? I, I legit, they put me in the uh, fermentation room, which uh, smells like ammonia. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's stout. Um, and we were breaking down pylons of tobacco and restacking them. What, what is a pylon for the listeners out there? So that, that's how they ferment the tobacco. So a, a pylon is just a stack of tobacco that's in the fermentation process okay. is it is it like a foot tall is it the size of a pallet what are we looking yeah, at? yeah you're you're looking uh, about three pallets long um and oh about four and a half five feet tall so so know. essentially it's its own compost pile yes yep yep that, okay. and and that's exactly it and so what they do is they monitor the temperature um when the temperature of the center of the pylon gets uh to a certain temperature then it's time to break it down and and rotate those tobaccos. Mm-hmm. So you're you're rearranging the tobacco so that everything in the pylon ends up fermented the same. Um, oh, okay. So you're kind of yeah. You're you're taking the outside to the middle and vice versa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top to which is know. exactly you know I I do a lot of organic gardening. It's the exact mm-hmm. same way that I rotate a compost pile. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I get that. Um. And it was it was pretty amazing. There's a, there's a very specific way you stack this tobacco in there, um, and they they actually were able to teach me that. I was impressed that they were able to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's 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 back up a second. You've told me that the gentleman that you were working with, they didn't speak any English, correct? Zero English. Zero English. And how much Spanish, or as Nick says, Latin do you speak? Oh, Lord. Uh, you know, I, I know uh, <laughs> uh, a couple of catchy phrases, like, you know, uno peso maricón prostituta, which would be <laughs> what I would say. You know, if I were talking to Nick, I might ask him that. No. Um, but, 
but that's about the extent of it. Fair <laughs> enough. I guess that's what he needs. So yeah. anyway. that's what gets you through. So apparently what happened was uh, um, when they took me up to the fermentation room, they just simply said, show this guy how to do this. He's going to work with you today. Um, so these guys had no clue who I was. Yeah. Um, it was a term gringo thrown around a lot. <laughs> no, uh, <clears throat> I got Americano a little Americano, bit. okay. Because um, they're used to people coming through the factory and getting their picture taken, <clears throat> and they hold the tobacco up, and they pose for their pictures, and then they put it down and they leave, you know? Yeah. And and I actually got in there. I'm, I mean, guys, these, these guys worked my ass off. Um, I was hurting at the end of the day, but I course didn't let them know that well yeah i and i i kept powered through yep i kept up with them um so at the end of the day i went down and got a guy out of the office who speaks very good english and i took him up and i said hey you know explain to these guys that i'm a cigar broker in the united states and i sell cigars i swear you could have knocked them over with a feather oh wow um now i'm sure that they were being very very gracious but they told me that I did a really good job and learned quick. And, you know, they were really impressed with how quick I learned. So, um, gracious or not, that's my story. I'm going to stay with well, that. There you go. <laughs> I would. So, yeah. is this like a six-hour day, eight-hour day? Eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know if I'm up for that when we take the trip. So, <laughs> maybe I an was, hour. I was filthy dirty, um, you know. But, see, like to... To shake out the tobacco, you're breaking down the pylons. That's pretty easy. Yeah. And they start you out with that. Here, Here's the way you shake them out, and they kind of show you. And then you stack them, and you carry them over to the new pylon. And the guy's over there stacking the tobacco into the pylon. And there's a very specific way you pack this tobacco in. And, you know, the butt ends have to be stood up where, you know, there's about a... Oh, a four-inch gap between the butt ends on the lower level to the next one, you know. Mm. And it's just a certain... So it's leaves in, basically, yeah. butts out. Okay. Yeah, but it's a certain way that you do that to make it stand there, you know. And, and about halfway through the day, they nudged me, and they basically pointing, you're going to do this. And I'm shaking my head no, and they're like shaking their head no and pointing, <laughs> yeah. you're going to do this. So, So I learned it. Um, and it, it it was a very very cool experience. That's cool. And those guys work so hard, um, and, and they're they're just very precise in the way they do things. And I mean, it's kind of second nature to them now, but but still, they they care. Yeah, you know. Well, I heard a thing one time about how many hands actually touch your cigar before you light it up, and it's amazing. Yeah, how many people are involved in the process. Well, and like Oscar's tobacco gets sorted, I think, about three different times. And, and what he's sorting is the Viso Seco Lajero. Okay. Um, and I asked him, I said, well, why do you do that? And he said, well, because it's human, human hands and human eyes and people make mistakes. And what we don't want when we take tobacco out to our roller is for them to have a Viso instead of a piece of Lajero when they're supposed to have Lajero. Okay, being a novice, what's the difference? Taste. Okay, um, so you're, you're talking stock placement. Um, you know, Same plant, different, yes. different area on the height yeah. of the stock. Okay, yeah, yeah, because like the Lajero is the top, correct? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So anyway, and each of them have kind of a different flavor. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. and you know it's like that with with plants that I grow, like kale and different things. 
the baby kale, the, the smaller leaves are going to have exactly. a different taste than the aged leaves. So that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Same, same principle. Okay. So what else did you get to do down there? Smoke cigars. Well, I know, but like you worked well, you a were couple smoking. days. He was smoking a cigar while he was, while working. He was working. I saw the picture. I know, I yeah. saw that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, they may have come up and shoved a cigar. You, you couldn't do that job and smoke a cigar. They came up and shoved a <laughs> cigar at me and, and took some pictures and then left again and left me up there working. So. <laughs> it looked good for the picture, though, I right. got to say. Yeah. Right. So how many rollers that are um, – I saw like a video from the mm-hmm. factory – of of a lady rolling a cigar. How many rollers and everything does he have up there? Um, I I think he's running about seventy five. Okay. Right wow. Now, you know, I, I mean, it, so it's a huge economic impact to this town. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And in fact, one of the things that really impressed me, we're going through the factory, and there is one guy that cuts all of the bands that are made with tobacco paper, and that's his job all day long. He cuts these bands out. And there are bands made with tobacco paper. Mm-hmm. The the leaf by the Oscar leaf. cigars. Okay. Um, the uh, Alter Q has them. Um, and, and I was not aware of that. And they, I knew it, I knew it was more of a paper, you know, not not like a slick paper like the regular bands, yeah, yeah. you know, the foil or whatever. But no, I did not realize those were tobacco paper. So that's it, awesome. It's tobacco paper that is made. It's made off site, but it's made by three guys there in Honduras that make all of this tobacco paper, and we oh, toured wow. the toured the facility where they do that well, that's cool that um, is neat but this one guy I, I asked him i said why don't you get a stamp and you could just stamp those out and he said well then that guy wouldn't have a job wow mm. so he's it's a completely different attitude than uh maybe yeah. here in the states i would say definitely much, much more interested in making sure that the fellow hondurans are employed and taken care of and they feel that as a responsibility that they're having some success the responsibility is to make sure that they're taking care of these other people. There. And we've heard that from other manufacturers as well, giving back and buying up acreage and planting trees and things like that. So it's 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 really neat to me that these guys are really worried about their home country and taking care of it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It even farms with oxen still. Wow. Because wow. if he bought a tractor, he'd have to lay all these guys off. Yeah, yeah. So Interesting. Yeah. I saw there was at least one picture of a dinner that you mm-hmm. had, so and that looked amazing. So, was it the picture of the whole fish? No, it was the picture of like some tacos or something. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that was our company dinner. Okay, um, they were absolutely amazing. But the best meal I had was uh, Byron took me to his hometown, which I think is roughly maybe fifteen hundred people. You know? Okay, um, and his mother cooked lunch for us. And she cooked a whole tilapia. Really? Oh, my God. It was so good. (laughs) It was so good. And and Byron looked at me, and Byron's just, he's a lot like me. We have a lot of similar stories from growing up because he's a a country guy. Yeah. And he says, uh, you've eaten fish with whole fish, right? And I said, oh, yeah. And he said, so you know bones. And I said, oh, yeah, no problem, you know. Man, I'm I'm pulling this thing apart and sucking the meat off the bones. It was so good. It was awesome. That's great. That is cool. Yeah. So you were talking about how next year or this year retailers are able to, uh, you know, get some Start, folks down there? Starting now. Okay. Um, and basically, you get a group that wants to go. Um, we get a date secured for you. You send in your money for it. 
which of course secures the date and then you're off to the races is there a window of time that that folks can do that like i mean you're not going down in like july i mean there's you know i i actually think you can oh okay um, so you know if you wanted to you could go in in it would be more of an off season, but you would still see, uh, you'd still see so much stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. cool. That is neat. We could ride shotgun for Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole story there too, but probably can't go into that on the cast. Well, I mean, you know, the the great thing is, if something really serious happened, you could kick Nick out. And it's and, true. Wait and it would slow down. Wait I don't, a minute. I don't, Wait have a minute. To, I don't have to be the fastest. I just get to be faster than right. Nick. Wait a minute. That's, that's all you have to do. <laughs> well, now, okay, so now that we're on that subject, I know some people might have some trepidation going down to, you know, South America, going down to Honduras and everything. Like, safety-wise, I mean, everything was good? Yeah. Yeah, no issues. Yeah. Uh, straight through the airport, no problem. Um, the people in the airport know Oscar. You know, okay. one of the things when I got to customs, they said, do you here for business or, or pleasure? And I said, business. And what are you doing? And I said, I'm touring the OV factory. And they're like, oh, okay. Signed oh, okay. off and sent me right in. That's you awesome. So, that is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that speaks a lot to what he's doing in his hometown there. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. for, you know, for the community in general. So that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Well, let me ask. Uh, we'll take a quick break here and ask, what are you guys getting on your sticks? The spice is still there. This is a really, it, it's a good creamy cigar. It's it's very smooth. Yeah. I mean, the, the smoke just kind of well, comes right that, off of it. That's one of the it's things really that great. I find with all of the Oscar cigars is the creaminess that they have. Yeah. You know, I've, I've never, to, to date, I haven't found a bad Oscar cigar. So, I think a lot of that. Nick just set his keyboard on fire. I did just that's ash nice. all over the place <laughs> there, yeah. I think a lot of that is uh, the Honduran tobaccos. And, you know, for a long time, people didn't like Honduran tobaccos. But they say Honduran tobacco just takes a little more time. So in the fermentation process mm-hmm. and those kinds of things, they ferment it just a little longer. Just like on the uh, uh, Superfly. You know, when you taste that, it doesn't taste like a San Andreas wrapper. Yeah. It doesn't have that heavy spice and bite that just, you know, kicks you in the mouth. It, it, it's, got, it's more like a Pennsylvania broadleaf. But it's because they ferment it just a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, I sat down today, my first cigar of the day, because it was so nice here in Southern Illinois. And my first cigar of the day, I actually sat out on the deck and took a picture, put it on the Instagram, the Naked Gator page. You did. Um, But it was the Island Gym. And I've never had an Island Gym before. And yeah, the the Oscar track record sticks because it was just a wonderful cigar. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Not a bad one in the bunch. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm a big fan of the Leaf. I mean, yeah. that's that's my go-to. The Leaf Connecticut is my go-to cigar. But I haven't found a Oscar cigar that I don't just enjoy. Yeah. And it's all there is to it, so. Yeah. I think you're in the same boat, aren't you, Nick? I am. I am. Like I said, I smoked a lot of Oscar cigars out in Las Vegas. That's <laughs> partially because I was hanging out with Corey, and he was handing them out like it was going out of style. Well, you were also but, you hanging know. out with Oscar, and he'd have kicked your butt if you uh, were smoking something else. <laughs> yeah, okay, Dude, so... Everybody so, out there would have kicked my butt <laughs> if I were smoking something <laughs> so, else. So, but that's one of the things, you know, like, you get out at these trade shows and stuff, and some people get... You get these little jealousies going back and forth, and, and I've never had an issue. I, I walk into Oscar's booth smoking Southern Draw cigars. Mm-hmm. He's like, 
oh hey that's a good cigar you know yeah yeah he he's he's not that way yeah you know he um i tried one out in vegas that um alvaro gave me it was that barber pole Uh uh-huh that was really good yeah now what was that again that was uh maduro yeah uh, maduro and a candela candela barber pole yep and most i'll be honest my my candela is not typically my favorite oh you know i hate candela but I like that barber. Yeah, that was a good. It's got stick. a great balance. Yeah, um, we're gonna be smoking one of those coming up for uh, St. Patrick's Day. That's true. We have the filthy hooligan on deck for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so that and some Irish car bombs. Oh man, that is not a good idea. No, I'd rather drink this. I'd rather just sit and drink a bottle of this. I could send you some stuff to use for the. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> uh oh. It's going to be 160 uh, proof American American car bombs. Oh, God. You know, before we drank this, and I have a little bit left, I was actually uh, wondering if it would light, if we could set it on fire. Yeah, absolutely. I bet this this would ignite. Yeah. You you can set it on fire in an ashtray, and it will burn long enough that you can light your cigar. Nick can light his, and I can light mine. You know, I kind of want to try that. (laughs) I can see the wheels turning. I was going to say, he's thinking about it. Oh, God. Well, dude, don't do it, like, actually on the ashtray there. That won't hurt it. Oh, my God. Holy crap, it lit up. Yep, that is 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 still burning. That is still burning. It's going to go out before I get my camera going. No, it won't. Wow. Yeah, That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, we'll throw that up on the socials, folks. Yeah, that... This stuff is definitely flammable, so... (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just now dying out. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that'll ignite. Well, very cool. So any kind of special news or tidbits or anything from uh, Oscar that you want to throw out and share? Uh, about new cigars and things like that? Whatever. Whatever's uh, yeah, interesting that you want to... There's, there's a ton of stuff, but I'm not telling you. Oh, okay. <sighs> we'll just have to wait. <laughs> well, when when does yeah. the new stuff come out? Are so, we talking the July show? Um, yeah, we'll have some. We'll have a couple of, couple of new SKUs at the uh, July show. Um, we do have the currently uh, at the TPE. He released the uh, Superfly Connecticut, um, so Ooh. that'll be coming. It's a little Corona size. I will be all in and for that. It's the same binder and filler, but it's just got the Connecticut wrapper. I'm and, a big Connecticut fan. And the other sizes will be coming behind. Oh, it. okay. I was so wondering. I okay. may have seen a few of those at the factory. <laughs> um, there may or may not be a cigar coming um, that is called the Trumpet. Okay. So may or may not. <laughs> so uh you're familiar with the um um the woody oh yeah the giant oh nick knows all about the woody damn it (laughs) (laughs) oscar has except except this one's a big one okay (laughs) so oscar oh yeah oh lord (laughs) these guys are high-fiving on that (laughs) stick in in the mud that's all i gotta say they uh so oscar has this cigar that's what about a Two feet, give or take, two and a half, two and a half feet long, and uh, yeah, I saw a picture of him showing it off in the factory there. Yeah. So. So the trumpet, trump- <laughs> the trumpet is a um, cone-shaped cigar, barber pole, mm-hmm. um, and similar size. <laughs> oh, jeez. Good God. And it will come in its uh, own case that is much like a trumpet case. So what? Okay, now that we're on the subject of these. What does he do with these giant cigars? He sells them. Okay. 
But like, well, obviously. But I mean, <laughs> is he making? I mean, is he making like a ton of them, or is it just like one per retailer? I mean, is it like more of a novelty kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, they're, like they're obviously more of a novelty. Yeah, thing. I'll give You're Delicia fine. a plug here because she she never plugs us and never comes on the show. Delicia, we'd love to have you. Um, but you and I watched repeatedly her smoke that horse's leg cigar that she uh, yeah, lit up. I don't up. even remember what that one was, but that was a gigantic so smoke. So most Hor- of her videos, horse's leg. it was the size of a horse's leg. It was it was really big, dude. Yeah, essentially, I probably would have used a different analogy for the horse. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it tame. We have kids that listen to the cigar pulpit for the love of God. I don't know if so, kids are listening to us. Well, my daughter does. Oh. So anyway, that's not good. <laughs> anyway, she, like, was, she loves coming on and telling jokes. It's like a piece of horse anatomy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Delicia busts this thing out, lights it up. Now, most of her videos at the time, and I don't know where they're at, but I'm, I'm going to use a number. Most of her videos had, say, 2,000 views. This one had, like, 35,000. I it mean, was, yeah. yeah. Everybody wanted to watch her smoke this giant cigar, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and at one point, she talked about fisting it. It was a whole thing. Go watch the video. I'm it not was, making it up. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was a thing. Oh. Anyway. And he's talking to me about kids listening. I know, right? I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let Addie listen to this one. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's talking about fisting it. <laughs> yeah. She it she actually says that in the video. Now yeah. what's funny is actually we did get a question related to fisting. Well wait a minute. Um, it's time for Ask the Boys. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a good segue. In, in our regular Tuesday segment. We not only have two boys now, we have three boys I know, to ask. And this is gonna get interesting. So this is our regular Tuesday segment, Ask the Boys. So, okay, so Ask the Boys is our regular Tuesday segment where listeners can send in questions about anything. So it doesn't have to be cigar-related. It can be literally about anything at all that they can think of. I give great advice. And we, see, exactly. And it's one of those things where we answer whether we know the answer or not. So... I'll go ahead, since we did tease the one, I will go ahead and start with that one. So, listener, final third cigar, as he goes by on Instagram, wants to know, how long did it take Gator to get the McDonald's smell out after fisting Grimace? <laughs> so, Corey, you you were out of country, so you may not have heard this. We were trying to light our cigars one night, and Nick's lighter was out of butane. And, of course, I didn't have one, so I can't really say much. So, we had to vent the cigar, the lighter. And all I had in my bag was some pens. And I had this multi-pack of pens that included this one purple pen. And so Jeff uses that pen and, you know, gets yep. it down. And The pen exploded. <laughs> all over purple me. ink all as, over his hand. As they often do. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'd never seen that before. It was a new one for me. So I noticed this purple ink all over his hand, just smeared all over his hand. And I pointed out that it looked like he just got done fisting Grimace. <laughs> hey, when Grimace wants you to come at him. You know, you pleasure grimace. <laughs> I mean, giant, giant purple gumdrop guy. So anyway, <laughs> so how long did it take for you to get the McDonald's smell off after the... Uh... It wasn't necessarily the smell, <laughs> but it really did you look... You always smell like McDonald's. It's true. It really did look <laughs> like I had grabbed the bait money out of the bank heist, and it nice. exploded on me. Nice. And it took about three days for it to come off. <laughs> I didn't That's explain it to anyone either. I'm sure they were really, you know, like, is that a bruise? No, it's, <laughs> grim- it's Grimace. <laughs> it's Grimace poo. Oh, my gosh. So, sp- <laughs> speaking of purple, we received a question from the Purple Lady 8, and she wants to know what your favorite cigar and bourbon pairing is. Hmm. 
Now, as not much of a drinker, I don't really have a favorite pairing. How about you, Corey? That'd be a good se. question for you. Oh, well, <clears throat> my favorite whiskey would have to be... Corey's Revenge. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, here's my problem with that. I can't taste the cigar and still can't. That's my only problem with really? pairing that with the cigar. We should have smoked that. I wish I'd tried. Nick is just hell-bent on lighting himself on this fire ash, tonight. He's, he's, the ash is very loose. I'll give I've it that. I've had no like, issue with had, that whatsoever. I have had lots of drops. Yeah, Not so. one here. But, Corey okay. either. But, but typically, right, well, typically anyway. I, I don't know that I really have a favorite pairing. Um, I like a Corojo or a Maduro with a, a good rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like my rye whiskey. Good deal. I'll tell you, this, it, like, I really like this. This is really smooth. But again, I, w- I wish I had saved a little bit and I could actually smoke it like we do. I don't know if I have enough left to do that with I don't me. know. You just lit it on fire, so I don't know. We if did you light some on fire. Like smoke it. Well, there's so. a little in the bottle. Yeah, there's a little in the bottle. I'm going to smoke this real quick and see if it changes <laughs> up the flavor profile. Well, I'm killing that soldier. I'll say there's a <laughs> little bit there. <laughs> that chunk of cork just floating in the bottle there. <laughs> it's stuck now. Yeah, the the this this rye actually ate the cork. It's bizarre. Well, it it may have just broken off in there. But, <laughs> We're going with ate it. Yeah. We're going with the fact that it ate it. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. So while he's doing that, Nick. Yeah. What soda pop do you like with your cigars? <laughs> <laughs> He's a knee-high guy. I'm an iced tea kind of guy. <laughs> He's our radar. <laughs> I actually like coffee with cigars a lot. I do, too. Definitely. And that is one thing I love to do, is smoke my liquor. Whatever I'm smoking, blow the smoke in the glass, let it set for a little bit. It mellows it out. It like it makes kinda, a lot of flavors pop. Yeah. yeah. Kind of pulls them together. Yeah. Jeff likes doing it with all kinds of stuff. Oh, I do. You tried smoking your coffee one time, too. I did try smoking my coffee. Did I that, don't remember. I don't remember, I don't if, remember if it changed up the profile. You can't have that much in there. He's got plenty of smoke. He does have lots plenty of smoke. smoke. It's because his glass is probably, like, you know, lit on fire a little Quit's bit. It's holding, too. Anyway, while Jeff is doing that, <laughs> <laughs> um, Ponzi3297 wants to know, when smoking in a hey, car... Hey, oh, wait, that's Fonzie. It's Fonzie. Sorry. Uh, Ponzi's more like, you know, Bernie Madoff. So, anyway. <laughs> when smoking you could have said a, Bernie Sanders, too. Anyway. Anyway. Oh. When, smoking, <laughs> when smoking in a car, which is better? Open sunroof, open windows, or both? Uh, open windows. I think open windows just because it draws the, the smoke out. It, crack the know. sunroof, and you crack the window... And it'll draft right out. There you go. Just a crack on each. See, my problem with the open sunroof is when I throw the cigar at it, always it lands in my back seat. Then I burn holes in it. Well, don't throw it on the sunroof. <laughs> Roll the window down if you're oh, going to do that. Or learn how to throw. <laughs> <laughs> also an option. Okay, I'm giving this a shot. Oh, my. Okay, there wasn't a lot there. That really picked up the flavor of the smoke. Yeah, it really does. It really did. Do you have any left? I, I'm done. No. Well, well I'll say it, you have to try that. It probably would pick up a lot of the smoke because, I mean, it obviously has never touched a wood barrel before. Well, it's, so, it's virgin, you know. It's virgin whiskey. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's going to take whatever you give it. <laughs> <laughs> like so, the easy girl at the frat party. <laughs> so, speaking of coffee, <laughs> listener. Kermudge Jim 
you know, kind of like a curmudgeon, only curmudge Jim. I like it. See, he has a question for Gator. Oh, he uh, says, "What is the chemical in coffee, dark roast, that sometimes makes it smell like a cigar?" He assumes that you may have experienced this. No earthly idea. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Sulfur. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any idea. It's ammonia. Is it ammonia? It's ammonia. Okay. How do you know that? Corey I knows know. I'm everything. I'm making it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just got to be confident. Corey just knows say things. It with authority. I was really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to pretend. Oh. We, we should look that up. We'll try to look that up for the next uh, episode. We, we can look that up for next time. We will. So, listener, Barbells and Beers sent a number. That's, that This is not the first question from them. He has sent a number of questions. We'll probably uh, get through a couple here and save a couple for next time. Just okay. because um, li- regular listener, um, Craddock Dennis, sent in a bunch. And then we also have some from Travis Seibert that sent in a bunch. So oh, we'll, cool. We'll kind of save some of those back. But he, uh, he wants to know... Um, how many humidors do each of you have? What kind? And how many sticks in them at a given time? Well, I'll take this, and then uh, we'll let you go, and then Corey can finish, because obviously I think he's going to blow us all well, away. Yeah, he kind of beats us. I have one humidor that'll take about oh, 35, 40 sticks. My ex-wife bought it for me. It was really, really a nice present for her to get me. You've seen it. It's really I nice. I have seen it. And then Nick, on the other hand, has a whole setup. I... I smoke my cigars a lot quicker. I buy them and smoke them as I get them. Nick likes to get them and age them a little bit. It's not that I necessarily like to age them a little bit. It just kind of started happening. So I bought one humidor that it said that it can it could hold up to 100 cigars, but I think that's 100 um, Robustos. And so I started Cigarellos. putting in, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I started putting in slightly larger cigars than that. So that one probably can hold, I would say, somewhere about... 60 to 70 like large like toros and gordos and that kind of thing yeah right now that's it's probably got about 50 sticks in it in terms of what's in it i know i have some alter q i have (laughs) i bought a box of alter q back when oscar was here for an event in july of last year and i maybe have smoked a couple of those but the majority of that box is still sitting there. And so I realized that if I can just hold out until July, I can, you know, yeah. taste test a one-year age versus a fresh one off the shelf kind of thing. Nice. Um, and then uh, there, I know there's some Ciceron Oscar cigars in there as well from that event. Um, there's a couple other things. I think there's some CLE Connecticut's in there, a couple other things. You've got to have some Perdomos. Well, now, okay. So then we have the other two smaller humidors. Those are desktop humidors. They did about 25 count each. One of those, yeah, I keep my, my champagne super, super, Toro. super Toros in that. And then I've got the other desktop one that kind of has some of the more flavored stuff. Like I keep the um, like the Fat Bottom Bettys in that because I do. You want to keep them separate. Exactly. I like the Fat Bottom Bettys and I like the uh, the Tobacco Specials. You know, those are in, in terms of an infused cigar. I like those just to kind of break up the palate every once in a while. But then we're getting into the other stuff. So those are those three humidors. Then there's the giant Avo humidor that I won out at Kansas City that Corey was so gracious to truck back to me back in December. Let me let me jump in here. So, Corey, Nick tells me he wins this. And he's talking about, we got to make a trip out there. And I'm like, you know, Corey comes to St. Louis like twice a month. Right? <laughs> and he goes, oh. It didn't even click. <laughs> so, yeah. So... 
Corey, and you're the broker for that store too, so yeah, yeah well, it, I it made yeah, sense. Yeah. It's easy. It made sense. So anyway, so I've got that humidor, which that humidor. What would you say? Two hundred and fifty sticks. Oh, at least. oh easy. Yeah, yeah easy. I mean, it's a giant freaking yeah. box, and um, that's got a bunch in it. And at that, and I'll be honest, that has all sorts of different stuff in it because I have a lot of sticks from the Kansas City Cigars Festival there. Um, that's where I've put a lot of the sticks that I brought back from TPE. I mean, that thing's just become like a catch-all of just all kinds of stuff. Well, you've also got the uh, the plastic tub. And then there's the Tupper door that I have. So <laughs> that one, I used that when I was getting the, um, uh, the Avo humidor all seasoned up. And that's even started collecting stuff in it now. So I've got a giant um, airtight, watertight tub that if you put... Um, uh, a bovita pack or something like that in there, it'll it'll act just like a humidor. You don't get that kind of, you know, wood that cedar taste or whatever off of it or smell off of it, but it keeps the cigars humi- uh, humidified, which it'll that's keep all your that matters. Fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so to answer the question, I guess technically there's four humidors and a giant Tupper door. Yeah. So, so Corey, what do you got? Uh, I use rigid toolboxes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Watertight, airtight. Um, Whatever works. Throw throw the Bovita bags in them, um, and, and they work perfectly. And I've probably got five of them at any given time, and, you know, maybe 300 cigars each in them. Um, Apparently they're starting their engines here for the race. Yeah. <coughs> we have it is Daytona today. So That's true. So we're, we're recording on Sunday, just for everyone out there. But you have to re- remember that I'm constantly giving away samples yeah. to, to cigar shops, so I'm carrying this stuff with me all the time. And, yeah. yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Being being in the business and then also being a broker, we see the little gel things that you can get as opposed to the Bovida or the little humidor, like the little sponge humidor kind of things that you can put in. What do you, what do you think is best? So... And- in one of my companies, we have humidification stuff. Um, you can't beat Bovida. Yeah. You, you just can't beat them. Um, I, I'm sorry. You know, it's the truth of it. Well, I mean, that's that's why I asked the question. That's yeah. that's what I use. I they, am. <clears throat> they never leak on your cigars. Um, the, they always, you know, you may have, you may find that your humidor is running low. Just add another one to it. It'll catch it up. Um you can't have too many in there because um, it just will stop humidif- humidifying. When so, it gets to 72 or yeah. whatever, whatever, because the different yeah. packs have different ratings. Yeah. So I, I always use the method of overkill. I use the giant bovidas, um, and I probably have six of them in each toolbox. Okay. Well, Nick knows if, you know, in, in my life, if a stick will do, I'll use a two-by-four. So right. I, I get that. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... I, I am testing some uh, Humi Smart packs that I did get out at TPE. Um, jury's still out on that right now, but I know that they are making a push, and mm-hmm. they asked me to try some, so I am trying those out right now. Yeah, and I'm not so. saying there's nothing else out there that good. I just haven't personally used it. Yeah. 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 All next right. question. Well, next question, we'll, uh, we'll go on to our, our friend Dennis here. So he wants to know if you have a bunker, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's been to it. I have not been to your bunker. You won't give me the password to your bunker in case of emergency. It's a secret knock, and you better know it. Okay. I'm saying. 
You you have you have been to my farm though and shot some of my armament. I have, and there's plenty of armament out there. <laughs> so we we blew a lot of shit up that day, Corey. A lot of nice. tan- tannerite. Yeah, nice. we had fun. We had a good time. So we threw some threw some clay birds too. I gotta Phew. figure out. Okay, so I gotta figure out how to pack the clay birds with the tannerite. Now you got something. If you can throw an exploding target. Because that's what I want is a giant so. shard of clay pigeon <laughs> rocketing back at me from the explosion. Why, why don't you get one of those guns that shoots golf balls and pack those with tannerite? Holy crap. Ping pong balls full of tannerite. Nick. Oh, my God, Nick. Can you hit a ping pong ball? I mean, I know I can't. I, I can, but I didn't. I don't want to brag. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually Just a pretty good, pretty good wing shooter. Guy. Yeah. Shotgun. Well, I don't think a shotgun will set the tannerite off, though. Oh, really? Because we tried with a twenty-two, and it will just pop the case. It's got to be a big enough round to okay. you know, cause the... So we broke out his AR in order to blow some craters into the ground. All right, so... If that didn't if, work, I was getting if, out the three hundred three British. If you're sending uh, projectiles airborne and shooting at them with an AR... How many miles away is the nearest house? Exactly. I'm, I'm, sadly, I'm just spitballing. Sadly, here, too close to try. Yeah. 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 That might that might be problematic. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to like New Year's here in St. Louis. I mean, it's one thing putting all the tannerite on the <laughs> just ground, rain and lead, you know. right? <laughs> yeah. So he also wants to know. Um, he said that he's read that there's oil production in Southern Illinois. He wants to know if that's true. There's actually a lot of oil production. It's over more. Um, I think it would be, you would consider it centralized on the southeastern portion of the state. There are a lot of uh, drilling companies and drilling supply companies. When you get over into, you know, say Mount Vernon and east, you know, uh, if you drive up and down Interstate 57, which runs from St. Louis, or excuse me, which runs from Chicago, you know, down south, there will be a lot of billboards for drilling companies, drilling rigs, drill bits, all that kind of stuff all along Interstate 57. My in-laws have a oil production rig on their farmland, actually. It In uh, Clinton County? Uh, Washington County. Washington, it, okay. it doesn't produce a lot of oil, but I mean, you know, it's some. But you're getting into it when you get over to that yeah, far. Yeah, you are. So, he also, where the, the area I'm in, which is uh, around Pinckneyville, Illinois, uh, has traditionally been more of a coal-producing area. Good, clean coal? It's okay. All I think all coal is good, clean coal, but it's it would be considered high sulfur coal. Now you know what you know what the jacked up part of that is. Let me go, we go. off for a minute. And you know me, I'm the big environmentalist. What did you do? Yeah. Now I'm triggered. So you know me, I'm the big environmentalist. I grow a lot of my own organic vegetables. I use my own uh, compost that I make for them. You know, I don't use any chemical fertilizers. God forbid Roundup. It we're poisoning the planet. Anyway, I'll shut up. So that being said, um, when you talk about coal, um, there are a lot of a lot of jobs that are created with coal in southern Illinois, and not as many as there used to be, but there still are a lot of micro mines that are there producing coal. When Baldwin Power Plant, and I'm talking out of my ass here, so if I get something wrong, don't sue me. Um, but to my understanding, Baldwin Power Plant, when they they didn't get a grant or a rate increase they wanted, and they, they were building a scrubber project at the time to scrub the sulfur out of the emissions. And they shut down their scrubber project. It's half-built. It's sitting there next to the power plant. You can drive by and see it every day. When they shut that down, they started buying coal from western you know, states. And they, they bring it in by train, which you know isn't, isn't that horrible. It's not like they're trucking it in with semis. But they're bringing the western coal in. But they also have to shred tires to burn with it, to get it hot enough to actually run the plant. Oh, wow. And it makes no sense to me 
that you know how is that environmentally friendly to do that i guess i guess you got less emissions but i mean it's a way i guess to get rid of the tires but again again, we're pumping that into the atmosphere but but i am a fan of coal that oh yeah Growing up as a kid in Southern Illinois, growing up around the coal mines was so cool because I was a big rock hound when I was a kid. I love fossil hunting. To this day, I love to just go out and dig through a pile of rocks and look for coronoid stems and blastoids and fern leaves. And, you know, you could find all that stuff, especially the underground mines in Southern Illinois had the had the ferns. You get the little iron nodules, crack them open. I know I'm going way off the rails. A little Nick's bit. just staring at me. But that was one of the neat things about my childhood is back in the day... You could just go out and you could dig through the spoil piles, and now you can't get anywhere near them. You know, there's right. everybody's scared of getting sued. Yeah. You know, there's all these laws. You know, the laws always get in the way. Right. But when I was a kid, like you could go out and it was just like the wild west, and I I had such a good time. You know, in in my teens, going out and finding shells and all these different things. I actually found a fossilized cockroach one time. Oh, wow. And I took it to SIU because I couldn't identify it. I had no idea what it was. I knew it was some kind of bug. And took it down there. And they, they begged me at the time to donate it to the university. And I said, well, I, I don't mind putting it on loan. I don't want to donate it. And they said, oh, well, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, I'm keeping my bug. So yeah. I, I still have my fossilized <laughs> bug at the <laughs> farmhouse. Well, okay. I, but, but I digress. So the final question from Dennis, he wants to know what our favorite breakfast food is and if we've ever had cheddar cheese on grits. Oh, yeah. I love grits. See, I'm not a grits fan. Um, I'm kind of a southern boy at heart. I'm a Yankee, but I'm a southern I'm boy at heart. I'm not a grits fan. You look like you've been eating some grits. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going there. Biscuits and gravy, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Something to stick um, to the ribs, as it were. Yeah, I mean. I'm, I've never had cheese on grits. I've I the last time I had grits, I loaded it up with grape jelly. You, you know, and that's not bad. I'm not going to make fun yeah. of you for that. I like honey on grits. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Just butter. Just a ton of butter. Not a ton. Just just butter. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just too plain. Try it with honey. Try it with honey sometimes. Honey. It's, yeah. Maple it's delightful. Syrup. Yep. Yep. Even now, maple even, syrup. I like to douse. Even uh, sorghum. Pour all molasses. over my. Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, breakfast sausage. Maple syrup with the little breakfast sausage patty. You're just a savage. It shows. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) We didn't even make it to Denny's. (laughs) We were supposed to go to Denny's that night, and then we started talking about it. Hey, we got time tonight. (laughs) Um, And finally, we'll get to some questions from uh, Travis Seibert. Pancakes, hooker. Pancakes, hooker. Um, Yeah. He Uh, wants... I'm trying to weigh out the options there. So Travis asked a number of questions, but I'm just going to get to the one here. He uh, he said, if you could go anywhere on a cigar vacation, where would you go and who would you go with? Person you know or dream person? The OV plant and not with Nick. Well, now what the hell? That was really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he just said he wants to have fun. <laughs> oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Again, it's kind of hurtful. Okay, hurtful. Yeah. Hurtful. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> You know, honestly, if I was going to take a dream vacation with you, Nick, it would probably be to Chicago next weekend. We'll get to that in a minute. So, <laughs> Did you like uh, what I did there? That's yeah, a segue. It was a segue, not one that, you know, we're going to... Chimpanzee riding on a segue. Chimpanzee oh, riding. You should, you should plug that in right here so people can I don't do know that. if I can plug that in, but anyway. Is that copyrighted? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. So, anyway. Um, Look it up on YouTube, folks. You'll love it. Chimpanzee 
right down the segue. I don't have a particular place that I would necessarily say that I'm dying to go. I mean, I I, I want to go to Cuba. The OV factory would be really cool. I think I think Cuba would probably be pretty cool. I will admit that I'm a little more nervous about the idea of going to Cuba than than Honduras, just because, you know. I don't know yeah. if I want to go somewhere where they can just lock me up randomly. They're not. They're not going to put there. you in a Cuban prison because they know they get. I'm going to be Haman. Oh, see, <laughs> that's funny. They don't have to feed me. See, that's the whole thing. It's if a I, valid point. If I'm hanging with you, Lord only knows what kind of incidents I'm going to get into. When and the we, same goes for you too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Corey's liable to get you in a lot more trouble than I am. I don't know. I talk a good game. Corey has got a good. Now, game. see, okay, now that we're going to put to the test when we go out to Vegas in July. Because it's going to be a thing. Jeff's Mr. Like, you know, whatever. I don't back down. I'll do anything, you know. So, Have you ever seen me back down? No. And, that, <laughs> and that's my point. I'm going to, we're going to put this to a test. I took on a goddamn you know, raccoon with you, brother. You backed down from that raccoon. I did not back down from that raccoon. It was hey, mutual. Raccoons are fucking scary. That's what I'm saying. He <clears throat> still has a face. Hence, he backed down. No, you know? no. Because if he would have fought that raccoon, he'd have gotten his face ripped hey, off. We were kids. He we're, bailed on me, too. We, we were Once kept, a, yeah, I mean, that goes back to what you said earlier about I don't have to run fast. I just got to run faster this, than you. This raccoon came at us, and I saved him and our friend Esther. He called it over. He was chittering at it, and it like started walking over to us. And then he got up and started pounding his chest and like getting ready to fight. So then this raccoon stands up and starts hissing at him. Yeah. And that's when I took off for the door. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second time we've told that story. It is. It's anyway. worth telling again. We were chasing raccoons through a pasture one time. Moonlit night. Brightest, See, you laugh. I've done this. Brightest moon ever, and all at once, this raccoon turned and stood up and hissed. Uh-huh. And I planted one foot and went the other direction. <laughs> yeah. I were, was no longer chasing were you trying to get chasing me. Were you trying to get him away from the sweet corn? Because that's why I've done it. Uh, no, we may have been catching the babies to bottle feed them and raise them for pets. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, we had pet raccoons when I was a kid. Yeah. My grandpa had one. Well, there you go. I think they frown on that now, but Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but back in the day, you yeah. can still do it, but don't yeah. get caught. Right? It's it's like you mm. know, raising a deer. You can still do it, but don't get caught. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they look funny walking around in the vests at deer season too, trying to pray nobody shoots them. Yeah, most people lock them in their barns. Yep. <laughs> That's a real thing that happens. You, you do, that is a real okay. thing. <laughs> We're farm boys, we know. I was say, I'm City Mouse, so I'm sitting over here. Just You don't know okay. what, right? We could tell him anything right now, and he's going to oh, buy I know, it. Yeah. I know. Well, that applies most of the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have the same problem with him that I have with you, Jeff, where he'll get, feed me some line of bullshit, and it sounds so outrageous. But the thing is, if I check it, it might be true. So then I have to trust everything. <laughs> So it's always this constant trust but verify trust bullshit. Trust but verify, with you guys. exactly. And sometimes I just don't have the time to verify. Yeah, so you got to trust. Uh, that's problematic. It's <laughs> <laughs> problematic. So, well, this has been another segment of Ask the Boys. Make sure you guys submit your questions to us either through the contact the pulpit page on our website cigarpulpit.com, or make sure you send us a message through Instagram. And we'll be sure to include it in next Tuesday's segment. There you go. So, okay, so I'm almost done with my cigar. Corey is done with his cigar. 
He's no, on to a, he's on to another cigar. Another <laughs> I actually I actually saved my nub so I could finish out. Okay. Yep, I did that. Yeah. Oh, you need my lighter yep. again. There's matches there, but the nub no, will be hard to light with matches. So Jess having to relight his nub here. I'm so. relighting my nub. So yeah, I'm down to the end here, and again, the, I smoked mine a lot faster than you two. 2012 Corojo, man, I. It's great cigar. It's got that spice. It's got that smoothness to it. I mean, it kicks off a I'm ton of smoke. The, I'm to the point I can taste it again after the <laughs> liquor. That's good. Yeah, that was harsh, man. <laughs> it was good stuff, but yeah, my taste buds took a hit. Mm, that's funny. So as Jeff alluded to earlier, we will be making a trip to Chicago this weekend. We will be going up to... Um, Chicago on Friday. The barrel burners are hooking us up, man. No, that's next week in Indianapolis. There's a Chicago one too, isn't there? No. That's I thought the, they were going to come the meet ash, us. That's the Ash Holes. Oh, I'm sorry. We have, Start. Diff- we have competing groups. We have competing groups. We're not, we're not starting again. So okay. anyway, so we, uh, we will Nick be never up. likes to start over. We will be up in <laughs> Chicago. Uh, it's Friday. trouble, you know, get it going again. Right. You know what I mean. Right. God. Friday, February 21st <laughs> and Saturday, February 22nd. We are trying to plan out a meet and greet for saturday and three o'clock looks well it is going to be at a different location we did post something earlier today however it is not going to be there oh, okay. um i'm completely out of. The i know you now. are and that's why you just need to sit there and be quiet i can't do that that's pretty badass look at your light i know I know we sit and we talk about that all the time. There's there's this while well, while Nick's looking this up. There's this cool little light with an old time like you know lampshade on it, and as we smoke, the smoke will go into the light and then push up through the top of the lampshade, and it just looks so cool. So Saturday, February twenty second, we'll be doing a meet and greet at um, the Ultimate Cigar Lounge and Hookah Bar, which is located at one thirty seven East North Avenue in Villa Park, Illinois. Oh, cool. We'll be there by 3 o'clock, and we'll hang out. Jeff and I have to be hitting the road probably somewhere around like 8 or 9 at yeah, the latest. at the and, latest. And, uh, you know, we'll be... Uh, Angel's we'll, going to kick our butts. Ah, we have fine. a friend riding with us, so... But we'll but we'll be doing that, and so come on out if you're in the Chicago area and see us then. I'd say come earlier than later, because we may cut out earlier anyway. than Nick wants to. And then uh, on... We got a five-hour drive. The following yeah. weekend... We'll be out in Indianapolis. That would be Friday, February 28th, and Saturday, February 29th. And we'll be out there. We'll find a couple places to go. But then that Saturday evening at 6 p.m., the Barrel Burners are putting on an event at Sticks, And so we'll be swinging out over there. So it's the Ash Holes in Chicago it's and the, the Barrel Burners at Sticks. Illinois chapter of the Ash Holes in Chicago, and it's That's the Barrel awesome. Burners in You're in both groups, are you not? I am. Yep. I am. I'm not neither. Jeff's not a joiner. I'm not either. It's okay. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of time. It, it's kind it's of like no B, time at all. It's kind of the B&I of cigars. It's There's really a commitment. No, no time at all. <laughs> B&I of cigars. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really no time at all. I did one of those. <laughs> oh, they're a cult, man. The B&Is are a cult. Yeah. Man. But, uh, so yeah, so we'll be, that'll be our next two excursions for the 2020 Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival. Stay tuned for the shirts. Towards the end of the year, we're going to put out a shirt with all the I locations. I think it would be we fun, kind of like, like a, a concert, concert yeah. tour shirt. Yeah, like where we've all been. So anyway, so we've got that. And then what else do we have on the agenda here? Being as how this is a Tuesday episode, it is time for our Tuesday giveaway. And, and I, I, d- I got a picture of our uh, first giveaway. Yep. 
and I did hear from Calvin Bush. So Way to go, Calvin. We're good there. So Calvin got the Gator special of a cutter and a lighter because Jeff never has his. So, nice. you know, I figured we'd name it that. So, it's in the Jeep. Yeah. So, so this you, week. So you gave his to the list. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Drew Estate sent us a very nice package of all kinds of swag and stuff. And so. Um, did we get one the, of those track suits? No, we didn't get a red track suit. I think uh, uh, Dirty Fabian took all those when he took left. Took them with him, yeah. Yeah. But then um, you gave away to our first listener, or first giveaway. Craig Lazenby. Craig Lazenby. It was a nice tin with like a light, or um, it, it, it had, had an ashtray, a cigar prop. It had a really nice prop. ashtray, a cigar prop, and then, uh, oh, it had a uh, cigar container, like a travel oh, container. Oh, that's right. Yep. It did, a little, little three. It was really neat. Yeah. And then. Um, and I might have even thrown a couple of sticks in because I know Craig personally and hooked him up. That was random. It, it was totally. It random. was totally random. I had no. I, he won't let me see the list because I've told him I'm going to sell the list. Yeah, and he won't even let me have access to it. No. Nope. So, and so um, our listener, this. Uh, wait, wait. You've picked one. I, I was. We just, have a winner. Yeah, we have a winner for this week. I thought we could let Corey reach in and you know pull it out of the big drum that we roll. There's no big drum. Oh. I'm trying to. I'm trying to paint. I know the, you're trying to the, paint the, a, the mental radio yeah, picture yeah, here. So, Come on, get on um, board. <laughs> this week's winner has probably one of the most badass names, Leonardo Hercules. Okay, then has just won, and we're going to put together a nice little gift pack of uh, some stuff. We've got I know a, a ashtray, Drew Estate's ashtray, and couple other items that we'll be sending his way courtesy of Drew Estate. So Leonardo Hercules, make sure you reach out to me sometime before uh, end of day the following Monday. And so this episode will come out on Tuesday, February 18th. So yeah, Leonardo, you have until Monday the 24th to get in touch with me. Send me an email at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Leonardo Hercules. Leonardo Hercules. And let me know your shipping address so that we can get this mailed out to you. And if I don't hear from you, well, then this stuff gets put back in the pile and we can go on again. So you have you have a week to get in touch with me. So what do we do sure when do. when the inevitable porch pirates attack and steal one of the packages? Well, hopefully people aren't having that problem. If if you're going to enter for the contest, make sure you've got one of those ring doorbells so we can track these people down and beat them senseless. Because <laughs> I think every porch pirate just sands the law. We just need to go after them. Public examples. I love that. All right. I'm saying. So anyway. And if you want to enter to be a part of our weekly giveaways. How do you do that, Nick? You were just trampling me tonight, man. All you got to (laughs) do is go over to cigarpulpit.com. You get so easily triggered. And sign up. (laughs) Sign up for our. See, folks, I can't get a word in it. You got to sign up. Oh, let's have Corey on, Nick says. (laughs) It'll be great, he says. (laughs) (laughs) And it has been. We've had fun. We, we have. have had fun. We've had um, joy. We've had fun. We've had seasons. What were you saying? Sun. Yeah, were um, you talking about something next? So, yeah, if you want to sign up, go over to the, our website, cigarpulpit.com, and sign up for our free newsletter. And once you're on the newsletter list, that's how you're entered to win the prizes. As long as you're on the list, you'll be fine. So, and then... When's that first newsletter coming out there, Biggin? I told you it's going to be the very beginning of March, and it'll recap February. You can tell me all day long. I wanted you to tell the I listeners. I did on the last podcast that you don't listen to because you never go back and listen. And you I also don't listen. listen as I'm talking to you right now. No, I never listen when we're talking, exactly. but I do go back and listen. Anyway. I'm caught up again. Oh, Lord. So, other items of... Uh... I have two podcasts I listen to. It's us and the office ladies. 
I find that fascinating. The behind the scenes. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Have you ever listened to that, Corey? No. Okay. So did you ever watch The Office? Yes. So Pam, uh, what? Uh, the secretary. Jenna Fisher. Yeah. And Angela. The blonde that was over in accounting. Yeah. They do a podcast. And they're do they're going episode by episode starting season one, you know, from the pilot on. And they go on and talk about, you know, the behind the scenes things that happen. And it is just fascinating to me to listen to how the sausage was made on The Office. That Love it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and they've had guests on. They had uh, uh, Dr. Kim on the other day. Ken Jong. Yes. Yeah. They had him on. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty cool. Because, you know what? Somebody invaded their podcast that day. I, I heard. I listened Who was to it? it? It was Joel McHale. He was in the next room doing a podcast of Why his own. Why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping they'll talk about us. Jenna, you know, not, you're from St. Louis. Come not, on, hook us up. Not likely. It could happen. Unlikely. Jenna's good people. Angela, I don't know about. She's a little squirrely, but Jenna's good people. So we have a couple other housekeeping things to get through. So um, this uh, podcast is sponsored by My Monthly Cigars, which is a premium cigar subscription service. You can get cigars shipped to your house once a month in a box, and they have a couple different sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. It's our care package. And... We encourage you guys to, uh, you know, if you get that, you can smoke along with us because we smoke those on four episodes throughout the month, the corresponding month on the show. They also have another box, which they call the Presidente box, and that's eight cigars for $50, and it's just twice the number, or twice the two times each of each cigar that's in the Robusto box. So basically, you're getting two of each one. So it's a good one for sharing. Or you can hoard. As Jeff likes to say, you can hoard it. So, and then... um, yeah, if you use offer, I'm, I'm, you guys have thrown me way the fuck off. <laughs> We're just sitting here. <laughs> oh my god, it's like in stereo now. Holy shit! So anyway, literally just watching you do your thing. <laughs> they, uh, which seems to be melting down. It is guess. melting down. You know, so. now for, don't forget, you did a shot at the beginning of the cast that should be kicking in about now. So yeah, just that could be too. So. They, uh, if you use offer code pulpit, oh, pure gasoline, let me point offer out. Offer code pulpit, P U L P I T, when you check out, it either gets you free shipping on your first box or it gets you 20% off any of the items in the store because they do have a few other items. And we always encourage you to go to your brick and mortar. Amen. If you, if you try a cigar in the box and you like it, you know, then we encourage you to go to your brick and mortar, check with them, say, do you have this? If you don't have it, can you get it? You know, that sort of thing. But if for some reason they can't, for whatever reason, they do sell those cigars from the box online, so you can purchase them there, too. Now, I'm going to take this opportunity, since Corey's sitting here with us. One of the cigars, and I tried this at your shop when we were out for the Weston Cigar Festival. Okay. Tobacco Tobacco Fest? Tobacco Weston Fest. Tobacco Festival. We were out there, and we were going to interv- interview Mr. Uh, Manuel Casada. Casada. I can't call him Manuel. Nick can. It's a whole thing. Um, he told I, me to call him Manuel, but he never said that to no, Jeff. No, never did. <laughs> and I even, I even mentioned it to him, and he ignored me and then smiled. He smelled the ignorance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> from, from a great distance, he smelled the ignorance. So, that being said, um, I got to try the 1974, and I have not been able to find that at a store here in St. Louis, and I want that cigar to show up somewhere so I can go buy it. That was a great stick. Yes. Very good. So, hopefully... If that's something you can make happen, I'm looking your direction, my friend. It's happening. You like being on the spot? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> just said it's happening. I love it. It, it. it has already happened. Love it. Now you just have to find where. 
Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's time for the tour. I was going to say, yeah. Jeff's taking another tour of St. Louis here. I've got a pretty good idea of what stores that you uh, rep for, so well, I'm going to start them. checking them off. I, say, I, I he... call on all of them. Yep. Um, every shop in St. Louis, I call on them. Well, now I'm going to have to get out the list and start going. But <laughs> Dan wanted to make sure you had it. You the man. Okay. Uh, that was a good hint. I like there that. There you go. That's good. <laughs> So anyway, are they there, are they there now? No, uh, should uh, first of next week should be there. Good stuff. Well, I will yeah. look that up. I'll I'll make a trip over to Riverman. Yeah, well, there we go. And then uh, finally, as Jeff likes to point out, you can find us on the socials. We're on Instagram. Why do you say it like that? Because you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, but there's a little hint of disdain in your voice. The socials. <laughs> the socials. The socials. That's what Jeff says. It's all the socials. The socials. Sound, sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys Jeff, were just it, in Vegas. It, I mean, with Jeff, it could be hit or miss. You know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Except for herpes. That shit will follow you back. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. And then we have our Facebook page, our Twitter page. We're on YouTube, and you can always find us at CigarPulpit.com. It's been a, I always say it's been an effort. This has been a good cast. It has been I a love good having cast. Corey on. Now, the last thing I do want to get into is something that you wait, did just touch on. Oh, wait, on. there's more? I, I, Corey, can you give a plug for the Weston Tobacco Festival? We've hyped it up a lot. We, we, we had a blast out there. Everybody listening needs to find and a way to go to this. Seriously, guys. Like, you know, there's tobacco festivals all over the country, and they're, they're you know, the kind of events where you roll up and you get your ticket and you go through and collect your cigars and whatever else and everything. This is not like that. No. Yeah. We, we this did, is a party. We did a little different layout. Um, and, and really, we just tried to keep it simple, stupid. Good food, good beer, good cigars. How did you make those baked potatoes? Those things are incredible. With fire. Oh, <laughs> those were good. Those were good. Yeah. yeah. They, and we they got there at the good. tail end. Like, we, we drug our happy asses in right at the tail end of the food. And it's because we had to swing by Guitar Center to find some AV equipment before we went over. There. <laughs> Nick forgot a few things. <laughs> a few things. So, <laughs> but, but we found it. We got it. We got it in Kansas City, headed your way. Um, but I mean, the food that was left, and and I don't want to say we didn't get food because trust me, we we got neither plenty. one of us missed out on food. But we were there at the tail end, and what should have been just you know the remains and whatnot. And I mean, it was just incredible. All Thanks. the food that you had there was so good. So that that's the one thing uh, I I love to cook. So I do the cooking for the Tobacco Fest. You've been making pies. Yes. He's been testing different pies. I like a good huckleberry. I do, too. There you go. <laughs> Gooseberry, too. You ever had a... Oh, oh, my, God. oh my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're farm boys, man. You're missing out. Oh, my. Have oh you ever had a gooseberry pie, Nick? Grandma used I don't to make a gooseberry pie. Now, did she do a gooseberry custard like my grandma did, or was it more of a straight gooseberry? No, it was more of a straight gooseberry. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love was, gooseberry. Yeah. I've I've got some gooseberries really? out at the farm. Yeah, I've got a got a. I actually I've got three bushes that I've got out there. Nice. I usually just pick them and eat them. I don't even wait to make a pie. So, <laughs> Grandma would send us out to pick the gooseberries. She'd get about. Yeah, half. they're thorny. You were probably oh, yeah. yeah. You were probably torn up by the time you're done. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at this event, <laughs> obviously you have food. There's music going. Everybody's having a good time that drinking, band smoking, was awesome and everything. Last. And so you're gonna have. Five? Yeah, we'll have five uh, manufacturers there. Okay. Um, and so, let's see. And, and 
Zeb Zeb does most of this stuff. Yeah. But Oscar's going to be there. Um, uh, Robert Holt with Southern Draw Cigars is the headliner. Tom Lazuka with CLE is supposed to be there. Um, Manuel Casado will be there. And then there's, I don't know, I'd have to ask Zeb to get okay. the last one. So, yeah, so, I mean, this is a really great opportunity for you guys to get in a very, you know, comfortable, relaxed setting to meet yeah. these manufacturers and talk to them and try out their cigars yeah. and everything else. And Oscar uh, kind of committed. He's going to bring uh, Cicerone with him this next year. Okay. Byron, the master blender, is also coming. Oh, cool. And oh, wow. Alvaro, the head guy in, the, in Houston, is coming as well. No, it's like the contingent right there. Yes. Yeah, that's I'm, awesome. I'm going to throw this out because last year we were kind of interlopers and basically gave out hijacked Corey's event and did some recording from there. And you could not have been, and you really didn't know our dumbasses at that point very well, but you could not have been more cordial to us and helped hook us up with these manufacturers. And, you know, we, we gained a lot of institutional knowledge out there at your festival. It was incredible. Good. Good. It was a great time. So how can folks... Uh, look into this if they want to you know just call the shop in weston missouri it's weston tobacco google it it'll pop right up <clears throat> give zeb a call at the shop he'll send your tickets out to you what do tickets yeah. run uh i think they're seven no 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 they're uh um what is it 45 okay Shit, that shows how much i'm paying attention I was gonna say. <laughs> um, ask zeb, zeb okay knows. you've been zeb out of the country man your plate's full yeah i, I mean uh, that that's really zeb's ballpark there Zeb's um, your son. Yes. But yeah. you also get, you know, they've got this really cool challenge coin that is yeah. essentially your ticket into the event. And it is really, really cool. Yeah. And then, like I said, yeah, you're going to get. Yeah, the ticket alone is like yeah. a little keepsake. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Good food. Um, the band. I mentioned this earlier while you guys were starting to talk about something else, but the band was incredible. I don't know if you're we, having them we, back we've, or. We've already rebooked them. Um, and we're booking a second band. Just that's so that awesome. we have a little, little more time with music. So. Yep. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, folks, definitely look into that. It's it's a party, and, and, and it's the big it's October seventeenth. Okay, year. I was gonna say I thought yeah. it was in October. Yeah. So, October seventeenth. Look into that. It's a and great time of year, and everything else. You can go out there and just have a great party. And, and it's all inside. So yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's in, it's in a tobacco barn. Yeah, that's the cool part that I really liked. Yeah. So. Now, God willing, and the creek don't rise, you'll get to come out and meet us too. So you need to plan to go to it. Why? Why? I mean. What does the creek rising have to do with anything? Uh, you may not be able to get there if the creek rises. Where did he grow up? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Corey knew exactly what I meant. The good war- good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Okay. Exactly. Right. You've right. never heard that before, have you? I, I haven't. This is the first time I've ever encountered that phrase. Fair enough. Okay. So. <sighs> I know. We so much education <laughs> we need to do for him. Anyway, well, Corey, thank you so much for taking some time out and coming on and talking to us. This was great. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Dude, it's been awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Jeff, thanks for rolling your ass out of bed. Well, you know, I'm here for you, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, <laughs> this has been hey, a, should people stay smoky now? Damn it. <laughs> this has been another <laughs> sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. That's Gator. And that was Corey. And everybody should stay smoky.